0: I wish you all a happy Saints Day. In fact, we did not read the last words uh, of Luke uh, chapter six. Uh, we read up to thirty. I think we should read up to thirty one. The thirty-one words is what I'm going to concentrate uh, in our meditation this morning. Do to others as as You would have them do to you. That's the golden rule, which we will meditate in our meditation this morning. Who are saints? Who are saints? All those who are washed by the blood of Jesus are saints. We shouldn't think that saints are out there. No, saints are here all those who are washed by the blood of jesus you are saints we don't make ourselves saints no not at all we don't become saints by our efforts no jesus has made us saints jesus has made us his children when we read the new testament epistles Paul very clearly calls all the congregation members saints. When he writes to Ephesians, when he writes to Philippians, he calls the congregation members saints. Saints means call out, set apart. You have been called out by God for a purpose. You have as call. You are a blessing for the people in this world. So saints are the people who have been set apart, who have been taken by God for a special purpose on this earth. We saints have got special duty on this earth for a special purpose. God has called us and we are a blessing to this world. Today we celebrate the Feast of All Saints. We changed our color today. If you have noticed, last Sunday when we came, we had green on both sides. And uh, if I was running communion service, then I had green um, stole. But today we changed the color into white in our churches we have got signs and symbols we use colors everything has got a meaning and we change to white it's all because white means light purity joy celebration we are celebrating today the all saints day who have been called to light and we rejoice wonderfully we sang so all saints day is the day of celebration thanking god that he made us saints on this earth of course all saints day is celebrated on first of november um, since today is very close to uh, the first of november so sunday we celebrate all saints day in some places people too celebrate all souls day which falls on second of november all souls day means we remember the people who have gone before us we remember the departed souls we don't do much To change their status, but we remember them because they shaped our lives. Because God gave them into our lives. We remember them and we thank God for the departed souls. That is uh, November 2nd. We are called to be a blessing for this world. Now we will concentrate on the gospel portion that was read to us jesus came down from the mount on the mount while he was there he selected 12 disciples now he came down on the plain there he met with others people came from Judea, jerusalem tyre sidon all these people gathered there on the plain jesus taught these the attitudes now in Matthew, Matthew comes with Sermon on the Mount. People went up with him to a mountain. There Jesus sat and taught them. We have Matthew chapter 5, 6 and 7 as Sermon on the Mount. Pretty long. But Luke picks up. Sermon on the plain. Jesus meets with common people, Gentiles, religious people, with all of them he is talking about be attitudes. The sermon on the plain has got only 30 verses from uh, Luke chapter 6, 20 until 49. When we compare these Sermon on the Mount, Sermon on the Plain, the Be attitudes are mentioned there. In Sermon on the Mount: We have nine B attitudes, but no woes. Whereas in Luke, we have got four B attitudes and four um, corresponding or matching woes. So four B attitudes, four woes. When we talk about blessed or the poor, what do we mean by blessed? Uh, Some translation they come up with happy, happy are those who are poor, happy are the poor. I don't think happy is the right word. When we go to the root word, uh, which means unburdened, which means satisfied. Blessed are the people who are unburdened, who are satisfied, who have a state of blessedness a state of blessedness. If I am poor, if I am hungry, if I am crying, if people hate me, I am in the state of blessedness. Blessed are those. Now, when we talk about being poor, being hungry, crying, hated, you know, we have to remember that such people are always in search of help from God. Such people are blessed. They always want the need of God in their lives and therefore they are in the state of blessedness. Jesus has come to establish the kingdom and his kingdom has got everything opposite of the worldly kingdom so the world understands uh, blessedness exactly the opposite who is blessed in this world according to the worldly standards the one who has got riches the one who is always laughing always uh, uh, you know uh, meeting with friends and enjoying the one uh, uh, who is full and the one for whom people speak good, good things. Such people are in the state of blessedness according to the worldly standard. But Jesus says that is not the case. In fact, Jesus describes what is blessedness, Jesus describes the new order that he brought in. He is not prescribing, he describes. When he describes, he says that this order is already in place. I have brought this kingdom on this earth and this order has already come. Are you poor? You are blessed. Are you hungry? Are you crying? Are people talking against you? You are blessed. This order has already come. You come and enjoy the blessedness. That's how Jesus is talking to his people. In Luke gospel, Luke is talking about reversals. You know, in this particular passage, he talks about blessedness uh, and also he talks about woes. He talks about reverses. If you are hungry, you will be filled. If you are filled, you will go empty. So the reversals we see in Luke's gospel uh, right from the beginning. I want to bring some uh, examples. Uh, when, um, when we hear about May- Mary's song, Mary's song, which we call Magnificate, there Mary sang this very beautifully. She said, he has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly, the reversals. And she also said, he has sent away the rich empty but filled the hungry with good things, the reversals. When Simeon met with um, Mary, Joseph, and uh, um, uh, Jesus, the baby Jesus, he said this, uh, in Jesus, many people will be raised up and many people will fall down. He has come to raise people up and many will naturally fall. When John the Baptist started his ministry, John the Baptist was introduced by a, prophet, a prophecy in the Old Testament. There, it's very clearly said, "Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill will be brought low." So, these reversals we see quite often in Luke's Gospel. In this particular B attitudes, what? We learn is that Jesus has come with a new order. He has come with reversing the order of this world. If you feel you are hungry, you need help, you will be certainly helped. If you are poor and you seek God for his help, you will be made rich. So when you... He has come to reverse the order. The reversal is very much seen in Luke's gospel. Jesus has has come now, uh, so the reversal is a reality. Your situation will change. So what is the problem with the rich and uh, the people who love, the people who are full, and people Uh, who have uh, been praised, who have been flattered. Uh, uh, What is special about them? Uh, Why why they are called, uh, their state is woe? It is all because they have closed their doors. They are full. There is no way God can work in their lives. They have never realized the need of God Probably that is the reason their situation is not going to be the same because they never realized the need of God, so their things will reverse. Their situation is pathetic. Since reversal is happening, Jesus instructs his disciples to love their enemies. Since this is possible, why are you worrying? Love your enemies one professor uh, made a survey among his university students and though, and and one of the questions that he asked was, what is the teaching of Jesus that you remember? At least one teaching can you write? The teaching of Jesus. Most of them wrote, love your enemies. Saints, people of God, the people out there know The Jesus teaching that we ought to love our enemies. Love your enemies. In fact, Jesus is now saying that stop reciprocity. Stop reprocate. No, no more reciprocal. You don't need to reciprocate. What does that mean? If you look at the code of Hammurabi they say this do unto others, as they do unto you do unto others, as they do to you. In other words. If they do this to you, then you return it back to them, we think this is the right way of justice, yes, this has happened to me and I have to return back. Um, What you have done to me, you deserve a punishment, so I have to return back. This has been the general practice of this world all along. But Jesus says, stop reciprocity. Uh, uh, You have to stop doing it, love your enemies. Gandhi was very much fascinated about the Sermon on the Mount. And he looked at the Sermon on the Mount and said very beautifully, because um, this particular code of uh, Hammurabi is uh, through which this particular law has come. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. So Gandhi looking at the Sermon on the Mount says this, if we practice an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, Soon the world, soon the whole world will be blind and toothless. So that Jesus very clearly says, that's not the way it is. Love your enemies. Don't go on reciprocating. Jesus gives examples here. I'm not going to go in detail of this two sets of three examples how to love your enemies. Um, How to love your enemies? If if someone hates you, do good to them. If someone curts you, bless them. If someone uh, mistreat you, pray for them. This is the way you are going to love your enemies. That's one set of three examples. Another set of three examples, if somebody slaps you on your cheek, turn the next. And if someone uh, takes your outer garment, give the inner garment as well. If someone forces you and takes things from you, do not ask for it. Uh, Another set of three examples, our time would not allow to go in detail uh, uh, about these examples but i thought i will leave one illustration before you and i come to the last point uh, turn your cheek is what uh, understood very uh, uh, misunderstood by our people uh, not only inside the church outside the church as well once mother teresa was walking in the streets of Calcutta that she had her home, asking people for help. She went out to the street, stretched out her hand, showed her palm and asked people to donate. Poor people are there in my home, why don't you donate? As she was going on the street, a man with hatred in his eyes uh, came and spit his saliva on her palm. She took it back and she said, this is for me. Now you give it to the poor people. She stretched another hand and showed her palm. I don't think he would have spit again. Now we will come to the final thought. Jesus said the golden rule do to others as they as you have them do to do sorry do to others as you have them do to you in other words treat others as you want them to be treated sorry treat others as you want to be treated very simple um treat others if you Want to receive uh, compassion, um, give compassion. If you want to uh, receive mercy, show mercy. If you want to be respected, give respect. Treat others as you want to be treated. Now, this golden rule is entirely different from the uh, code of Hammurabi there do to others as uh, they have done unto you there the point is if they hit you you have to hit back it is on the negative side you are not Uh, going to do anything you are waiting for people to do something to you and you are going to reciprocate that's how the law of uh, the code of Hammurabi says but in this case Jesus is saying that no 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 you cannot sit alone you have to go and treat others Um, you have to act you have to act in other words, Jesus is also, you know, in some other um, uh, similar uh, rule, they say that do unto others before they do unto you. Uh, there are other uh, rules like that. Before they hit you, you hit back. Uh, that is also there in this world. But Jesus says, no, uh, you have to go and do it uh, uh, and you cannot sit alone you the saints of uh, god go and act in the world treat others well respect people it's a golden rule i want to finish with an illustration a woman um, went to a christian counselor she was uh, totally unhappy with her husband She went and told him that i want to get rid of my husband but i don't want to do it easily he hurt me deeply so i want to retaliate i want to hurt him severely before i divorce him so she wanted the counselor to give him uh, some advice the counselor looked at her and said okay i'll give you one advice go and act as if you truly love him. Be kind, be considerate, be generous as possible. Compliment him. Do not allow any small opportunity to go out of your hand. Recognize him, Um, give him his uh, compliment. Please him, enjoy him, and make him believe you truly love him. Once you have convinced him of your love, that you cannot live live without him, drop the bomb. Drop the bomb saying that you are getting a divorce. That will truly hurt him. She believed. And she thought, that's the fantastic idea that I have ever received. So I will go and do it for next two months and then I will come back to you so she went and she did exactly as the counselor advised her she you know she showed love kindness listening giving sharing complimenting everything and two months have passed she never returned back so the counselor called her what had happened are you ready with the divorce? she said no never never i have discovered that i truly love him i have discovered that i truly love him saints you are in a blessed state blessed are you since you are blessed you cannot reciprocate you have to go and love the people out there love your enemies And remember this golden rule, do to others as you would have them do to you. May the dear Lord bless us. Amen. We will stand and sing the response song.